Spire. Welcome back to the Kidney Stone Diet Podcast, the show about reducing your kidney stone risk and living your best life. I'm your host and fellow student, Jeff Saris. And I'm Jill Harris, and I'm your kidney stone prevention nurse. Yeah, so we are here again with another listener question. And yeah, like thanks to everyone who has left voicemails. Let me actually give you the number now because I forgot last time. But the phone number is 773-789-8763. And if you have a question, like be sure to uh, call in, leave us a voicemail, and we will play it on a future episode. So I think we will, it's about time to dive right into this week's question. All right, let's go. Hi, yeah, my name is Monique, and uh, I have a question for Jill. I tested negative on two um, urine tests, 24-hour urine tests, after two kidney stones had to be surgically removed about two years apart from each other, and um, both tests were negative. Basically, he said um, I was not a stone former, so wondering how that is possible if I test low, no none to low oxalate and uh, still can have kidney stones. Um, thank you. Bye-bye. Um, another Monique. Mm-hmm. It's a popular name. <laughs> okay. we've been. That's two listeners that we've had for Monique. Okay, let's go, Monique. So, I, you know, I have to be careful here. What I want to say and what I'm going to say may be two different things. Monique will get her answer, uh, but I have to be careful. So... So here's what I'm going to say. So, you know, Monique said it was negative, her test. So at first I was like, is she talking about a urine analysis? Because meaning, is she talking about a pee in the pee in the cup kind of test that you just do at the doctor's office? But then she did say 24-hour urine collection. So even though, so here's her story. She's like, okay, look, my doctor says everything's fine. My oxalate's low. Uh, I'm not a stonemaker, but Monique's scratching her head because she's like, well, I've made two now, so I am. I am a (laughs) stonemaker. The question is, poor Kay, why? Why am I a stonemaker? Well, just because one's oxalate is low does not not mean they are not a stonemaker. There's many, many different factors to look at also. This is so very important. Sometimes when I see patients' urine collections, it'll look like a baby did it, like uh, the Easter Bunny did it, like uh, a perfect person did the urine collection. What do I mean by that? That means that they were, they ate, uh, they ate, they got rid of spinach and almond, they had their calcium, they drank like a fish, they didn't eat no salt, no sugar. They barely ate notebook. Uh, they they basically ate notebook paper all day long. And that was it. So when I see the results, I know because I've been doing this for 21 years. I'm like, okay, look, Charles, I see this urine collection. I see it. It's great, isn't it, Jill? Yeah, it's great. But you tell me, do you usually drink five liters and pee out five liters of water every day? Do you always have uh, 800 milligrams of salt every day? Uh, you never eat sugar? Well, Charles, well, Charles, well, no, 
No, Jill, you caught me. No, I changed everything. I know you say to eat like I normally did when I was making stones, but I didn't want to hear from the doctor. Also, I knew because after I made those stones, if you go on Dr. Google, everyone knows to ditch spinach. So I wasn't going to eat my spinach smoothie that day. And it also says to get enough calcium. So I made sure I was drinking my milk that day. So the point is, Monique, I'm not saying you did what Charles did, but I'm saying, did you eat and drink normally? Or had you already changed some of the things that you were doing? So when the doctor saw the report, you'd already changed stuff. So of course, the doctor is going to say, all looks good here. You're not a stonemaker. I don't know what's going on. Or, or, and this is not against any doctor or anything else. But remember, the doctors are urologists or surgeons. Perhaps they're not the most well-versed on some of the results that they're looking at uh, because they're tricky to read these uh, 24-hour urine collections, okay? So, you know, uh, again, I want to watch what I'm saying here. Could be that, you know, maybe just the oxalate was being looked at. Uh, I'm not sure. I haven't seen your urine collection. Or it could be exactly what the doctor said. Everything looks great because you already upped your water. You already got rid of spinach. So he only sees or she only sees what's on that collection. Because remember, what you do the day of your urine collection is what comes out in your urine. So what you did last week could be total debauchery. Okay. But you didn't do a urine collection on that day. So it matters if you had already changed things. So it's very rare that I see a urine collection that uh, I say you're not a stone former unless it's a follow-up test now. And now the test, the, the, all the values show, boy, you have really decreased your risk of stones now because you've made a lot of dietary changes. You've upped your fluids. You're now getting enough calcium. You took away the beets and the spinach and the almond flour and the almonds and the almond milk and all the things that are high in oxalate and you really turn things around. So it, it can be a little, it's compelling and confusing because a lot of patients already changed their diet because they uh, didn't know not to and nobody, nobody told them not to change it. And also people get very frightened. I mean, if you make a stone and you've had the intense pain that most do get with stones, you are never, you are, no one's going to have to tell you twice to get rid of that spinach smoothie because that pain is fresh in your head and that lithochipsy and those stents and everything else that you're dealing with, well, you get rid of spinach, okay? So I'm just saying, you know, people just change things before they do the urine collection. So it would be interesting to know, and you can also, of course, leave another voicemail to go into that more. Did you already change your diet and fluids before you did that urine collection? That would be the first question I asked, and, and we, we one would go from there then. Uh, and the other thing is, you know, it, it actually depends on who is interpreting those results. That's all I will say, okay? Because there could be, if someone is just looking at the oxalate, there's a lot more to kidney stone prevention than oxalate. Oh, yeah. And we've dove into so many different topics that uh, on this podcast that really apply to stones, whether it's uh, sugar and sodium and uh, uric acid and all these other things. There's yes. so many yeah. variables that, yeah, oxalate alone yeah. um, from, <laughs> like you said, Dr. Google, oxalate yeah. is like, oh, that's it. It's all you need to worry about. Right, right. Well, 80% of stones are calcium oxalate, up to 80% of stones are calcium oxalate. So people always focus on that also. 
the word oxalate is triggering for people because they were just told they have a calcium oxalate stone. And oxalate is something we don't know about. So it's intriguing too. And all people think about is getting away all fruits and vegetables because plant foods have oxalate, right? So, you know, it's the urine collection results, they can be overwhelming because there's so many values to look at, putting them all together. It's this kidney stone disease is uh, it's complicated. And, you know, the people that are dealing with kidney stone disease are really busy uh, surgeons. So they're doing surgeries. God bless them. We need them because when we do get stones, we need experts to take them out of us. Right. So, uh, you know, it's tricky. Who's, you know, the urine, the urine collections are they're they're not that easy to interpret lots of times. So it makes sense that there's there's discrepancies and there's problems and, you know, stuff. Right. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And that's why you offer the yeah. urine analysis service on your website, kidneystonediet.com. Yeah. So you can help people better navigate that doctor's appointment and understand yeah. Yeah, what they yeah. like sort of you uh, give them the toolkit to have a better doctor's visit. Yes. And, you know, uh, yeah, to say to the doctor, hey, look at this one or look at that one. What are we going to do about this? So I think the more patients understand about kidney stone disease and their values from their uh, lab report, then they can go to their doctor's office with their lab report in hand and have a great educated discussion. Doctors love when patients are educated uh, and of course kind when they're talking about what they've learned and to have a productive conversation. Doctors like working with patients that are motivated to make lifestyle changes to better their health because I'm going to tell you guys, most, most people, uh, that's very difficult for them. Most people don't want to have to change their lifestyle. A lot of people would like to take a pill and not have to deal with lifestyle changes. Again, you may say, boy, that's, I'm just telling you what my experience tells me. And uh, I can't tell you how many patients say that to me. And I'm going to say, well, I'm not your gal then because we're going to work on lifestyle changes. And a lot of the medications used for kidney stone disease, they're not as effective unless you change some of your dietary habits anyway. So uh, as I always say, I still get my way with dietary changes, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, thanks, Monique, for your question. And if you have great question, Monique. Yeah, if you have a question and you would like your voicemail uh, to be played and answered on the podcast, the phone number is seven seven three seven eight nine eight seven six three, and we will feature your question on a future episode. If you're enjoying the show, be sure to subscribe wherever you're listening. Check out the YouTube channel. Subscribe and hit the little bell to be notified when new episodes come out, which is every Tuesday morning. And if you want a deep dive, head over to kidneystonediet.com where there are tons of free resources, the blog, the email newsletter that you send out every Saturday, and so much more along with the premium products like the prevention course, the meal plans, the urine analysis service, and even private coaching, which your days are packed working yeah. with people both in the through the course in the group setting but also in the the one-on-one like you are you're always going yep i'm always going and i love it quite frankly also and i'll just put this in here too what i love doing too is when there's two first so a lot of the patients come to me for kidney stone disease obviously but also you know there's a there is a definite uh, correlation between being overweight and getting kidney stones so uh, the other passion I have is helping people lose weight. And so you can actually do a private with me and you'll get all the things that we talk about in the kidney stone diet also help people lose weight. Go to the testimonials on my website. You'll see a lot of people have lost weight uh, working with me. And that's only because they do the work. They make the hard changes. They are sick of living, you know, 400 pounds 
Uh, they want to start living a healthier lifestyle. And I give them the practical and common sense tools and no marketing junk and crazy. You can eat whatever you want. You just have to not eat as much, maybe, you know. Uh, and so I love working with people losing weight, too. That's a huge passion of mine. It has been for just as many decades. Very mm-hmm. passionate about it. For sure. Yeah. And uh, moving forward, there may even be some other fitness related offerings and yeah. things as we yeah, yeah. as we further develop the platform and try to help in as many ways as we can. So definitely head over yeah. to kidneystonediet.com and uh, check it all out. And thanks again for listening. Um, if you have any friends or family or anyone you know who's suffering with kidney stones, be sure to tell them about the show so we can reach as many people as possible. And I think that'll do it for this week. So Thanks, Monique. Yeah. What was that? Well, you know, it's a sunny day here in Chicago and the motorcycles and I live right on Lakeshore Drive. So, man, the motorcycles have been really doing something lately. It's been crazy. Yeah. Like little gangs. Uh, yeah. Nice. <laughs> but yeah, it's been beautiful. Beautiful outside. We're hitting the summer. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, thanks again for listening and we will talk to you next time. Bye.